Bastion Crenshaw, known alias the Great Basbino. Half-orc, age 26, height 6 foot 9, weight 295 whopping units. Eye color green. Able to channel divine energies to perform various tasks, including but not limited to healing, sensing creatures, and their loyalties, damage output increase, auras of protection, etc., etc. No, yes, he's got that arm cannon now, too. Formerly loyal to the King of Castellian of Old World, now loyal to the Iron Legion and the crew of the Broomhilda. Powerful. Tunnel vision, that one. A useful subject, no doubt, despite all the unwanted attention he attracts. Ugh. Speaking of, his collegiate has summoned him to testify against crimes accused by the elves. He's decided to show. My best course of action is to ride this out. At this point, my intervention will only complicate matters. Besides, got some problems of my own right now. Got a bad feeling, having trouble keeping track of time, forgetting some of my T crossing and I dotting. Can't get nightmares if you don't sleep, right? Well, that's what I thought, too. And it seemed true for a while, but guess I'll call them visions. Same things I used to dream about, mostly. I've never really tried explaining any of it before. Hard to explain, and most of them I'm alone. Things get inky, sort of fuzzy, and through the haze I hear something moving. Awful, absolutely wretched noise, something moving through the fog. Looks like... Hey everybody, welcome to Super Quest Saga, the show where we here at the Dungeon Cast sit around the table and play some Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Will Stark and I will be the capable Dungeon Master of this evening. Joining me as always is... Josh Rillian, playing Sebastian Crenshaw, Half-Orc Paladin. I'm your special guest, Jake, playing Persephone Gold Pedal, the Furball Druid. And I, uh, I'm Brian, and today I'm going to be playing... Uh, Wait, we're level six? I thought we were going to be level eight now. We're level eight now. No, we're, level we're level eight. eight. Uh, Warlock Carter Huddenberg. Uh, sorry for the audio on this one. <laughs> we yeah. had an equipment hiccup. We had to relocate. We're on location. <laughs> we're doing our best. <laughs> so um, a lot's happened uh, yes. since the last time we recorded. And, or a lot ha- happened the last time we recorded. Both those uh, things are true. Both those <laughs> things are true. Um, so just a quick recap over the many things that kind of occurred last episode. Uh, you guys were on the planet of Namalith. You found the laboratory of Dr. Zahn. You went through it. You found artifacts. You found old recordings. You found some clues to where Zahn might have gone next and what he might have been doing. There was crazy rituals. You guys went into the Black Ziggurat, which seemed to have been built by the orcs and built to some sort of great old one monstrosity. Fuck. Um, <laughs> you guys were um, accompanied by Gil the Hunter, who ended up being Asshole. the guild master and leader of the freelancers, uh, the greatest bounty hunters in the galaxy. Huge bummer. Yeah, huge bummer. Mm-hmm. You guys left you uh, calling card. One thing I forgot to mention about the calling card is uh, it's a, it's this metal business card with the seven masks on it. In each mask, the eyes within the masks are 
glowing. Like they have like little lights in them. Oh, fancy! That we must extinguish. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me see here. There was again. I I mentioned the sacrifice room. You guys fought a bunch of monsters, Mm -hmm. and then uh, you managed to get through all that bullshit. You get back to the ship. In very low spirits, and uh, and then Watt revealed a message from uh, Captain Davarax from the Iron Legion, saying that Sebastian Crenshaw <sighs> is due for a trial. Some more bitch. <laughs> I'm out of fingers. Well, that's a lot of things. A lot of things happen. Yes. So um, we talked about it outside of the game. How you guys were going to approach Sebastian heading to the Planet Sovereign for his trial. You guys agreed that he was going to head there alone, and you guys were going to hang back. Mm-hmm. In towards like the back of the star system, somewhere off the radar, to hopefully be able to swoop in if things go go wrong. So, do I have that right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool beans. So, uh, Sovereign is a terrestrial planet that lies in a star system that is part of the UFSS. It's the Union of Free Star Systems. This is a conglomerate of twenty-four small galactic nations that have free trade agreements and intertwining defense treaties. Uh, the Sovereign System is under complete control of the Iron Legion. Um, it is governed from the megaopolis of Domain Bastion, a gargantuan city of well-organized monolithic buildings, and at its center lies the seat of power, Central Command, uh, somewhere between a futuristic palace and a heavily fortified fortress, Central Command mm-hmm. is. Um, it's also, like, to think about it in real-life terms, it's something between, like, the Vatican and the Pentagon. Oh, shit. Okay. Put together. The Vatagon. The Vatagon. <laughs> Welcome Vatican. to the Vatagon. Um, it's got five sides, and it's made of gold. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so here at Central Command uh, lies the, dwells the commander-in-chief of the entire Iron Legion, military, and clergy, the master commandant, Calon Rigos. Um, as I said before, the parties decided to let Sebastian sit out for Sovereign on his own in the Halberd. Uh, the Brunhilde will hang in orbit around a gas giant about 700 million miles back from the terrestrial planet of Sovereign. Uh, Sebastian, damn. you should be able to make it there in about an hour oh, from the Brunhilde okay. to Sovereign. Cool. So the last thing I want to mention before we kind of dive in here is that Premina during this time, as you guys were discussing this, is really staunchly against Sebastian, just letting Sebastian go by himself. <laughs> um, she insists on trying to go with you. Mm-mm. Um and she she basically is saying like you are being falsely accused of the same crimes as she is like yeah. why should you be on trial and not her so what do you guys say, say I, I pretty much want to tell her straight up like uh, we need to protect her she's special mm-hmm. she's what we're trying to I mean this is this whole thing's about is her trying to help her um, you're the and, MacGuffin god damn it and, and, you need to stay right here Sebastian okay. views her as the most powerful being in the universe oh that's interesting so he feels like she should take. she should rule in his opinion oh shit so okay. he's he's Do all about that? he's all not exactly maybe. No. yeah maybe. no no not not way, but he, they're he, not in that place in their yeah, relationship no, he, yeah. he feels <laughs> he, he's pretty much sworn, sworn an oath pretty much to her as well Ooh, okay he feels like he this has is news to, to me as a dad yeah, he has like to protect this. her because he's all about the strongest should rule in okay. his opinion yeah she's the strongest okay she can she doesn't she know how to time control travel it. yeah she doesn't know how to control it yet <laughs> that by default so makes deep, deep down okay so he's very like no cool, like, no cool you're not direction. going you need to stay safe okay we'll handle it don't worry all right I'll, she, I'll she's it. not happy but she nods 
Okay. Uh, Carter in that situation is like viewed himself as the last line of defense. He knew not that he need not say anything in order for what he wanted to happen to happen. Okay. And it happened on the, our first line of defense. Because I was going to let him, Percy, Percy, and Vicky go, go for first. it. Yeah. And then I would have forced her to stay. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, she nods. We she doesn't seem happy, but she she's like, fine. Um, so, yeah, Sebastian, you leave on the halberd. Um, and the rest of you don't really know what to expect. Do you guys come up with some sort of, like, plan, like... What's the signal? Well, I was thinking maybe Watt could put like a hidden um, something in my arm, my mechanical arm, uh-huh, where uh-huh. I can access it to send out a signal to them like, oh, shit, shit's gone this down. This is the oh, shit button. Yeah. Come get my, me, please. My trouble signal. Oh, yeah. shit. Like oh, a shit. panic button. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Something along those um, lines. Yeah. Or, Since your arm is mechanical, yeah, he can like hide it in there so it's not the obvious because I don't know if they're going to search me and be like, no, yeah, you, can't, yeah, yeah. you can't have this, this, or this. So kind of be sneaky about it where I, we hide it. I know we we had the conversation off mic, but I I, um, I know we tried to do our best to like make the best of the, him going by himself, mm-hmm. which was to have some kind of contingency set up where he could <laughs> like speed dial us real quick. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, like a homing beacon would probably be. Yeah, makes, makes sense. Yeah. Not only would it be an alarm, but it'll be mm-hmm. like a, a GPS, if GPS you will. tracking. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. OK, yeah. yeah, totally doable. That's within Watt's capabilities. Okay. No problem. So you have that and Perfect. you can hit the button or whatever, however you want to flavor do it. OK. Um, so Sebastian takes off in the halberd. He should be there in an hour. What do you guys do in your meantime, like while you're twiddling your thumbs waiting for Sebastian to either give the signal or not? I, uh, I start taking photos of all the gas I siphoned out of the halberd to sell it on Space Craigslist. <laughs> okay. I wish Sebastian well. Oh, wait, wait. Why is this thing slowing That's down? Hilarious. What's going on here? No. <laughs> no, but what do you guys do? I don't know. What do we do? I, uh, I blow the dust off the old hacky sack, I guess. <laughs> no, um, well, like, I want to do something, but we discussed that I shouldn't do it yet. Or Did we? we discussed that <laughs> I should, not, like, I don't have the capacity to do it yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, what, what does Carter just do when he's got nothing else to do? Oh, he learns spells, usually. Okay, so you do arc, some arcane readings. Like, like I sleep and I read the Book of Shadows or whatever. Okay. But, like, I mean, you don't sleep, but... Whatever I, whatever my research, like, determines that I need to do right now. So I can't, like, research the... The... the oh, my God. Elephants? David Jones's... Oh, elephants. okay. Okay, yeah, okay. You want to you wanna research the... Uh, <laughs> You want to research what, the, everything we saw in the jungle, the scroll stuff, the right? Scroll okay, stuff. we could say you're reading over that and not getting into the details quite yet. Yeah, so yeah. you're reading over it. I'm have just, you have you, you learned the comprehend languages thing yet? If I leveled up, I did. Okay, we'll just say you level up at the end. So yeah, I haven't yet. Okay, so, you're trying to decipher it. We'll go with. I'm that trying to learn. Yeah, I'm trying to learn what I need to do to make the the shit happen. Okay, so that that'll be the spell I take later. And I'm just in the deep web. I'm in the dark net. Okay. Just yeah. Like, so you're deep at the research. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Got puffy Percy, eyes. <laughs> Percy, what are you doing? Um, probably a lot of pacing. Probably <laughs> trying to keep busy. Um, I think maybe me and Prim. Like, I'll ask if Prim wants to go and spar. And she, uh, just after try she to keep found out she couldn't, she, you guys basically, everyone teamed up and said, no, she can't go. Yeah. She's mad at everyone. She's in a room and she's just like, oh, I'm not in the mood. I ain't do that shit. Oh, for okay. A yeah. You wrote me in. <laughs> this <garb>. No. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, maybe, uh, could I go and tend to my, um, your potions, my potions. Po- yeah. Potion my plants. gardens. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Your, your herbs. Cause I got on. <laughs> His CBD farm. Your CBD farm. <laughs> My hydroponics. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because totally I got some mushrooms, right? 
Yes, or something sure. like oh, that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, you I'll did. start like totally. I'll, I'll put that into the yeah. to the mix and you know. <laughs> Awesome. Yes, I got some I magic it. shrooms, my guy. It. You I do so it. many drugs in this camp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, Percy, you're tending to your garden. Yeah. Sebastian, you're sailing through space. And Carter, you are in the middle of your research. And it's in the middle of your research, maybe about 40 minutes or so after, <laughs> after uh, Sebastian has left, that you feel like a... You know that feeling you get when you're going down a road. The scar on my head starts burning. No, <laughs> not that. No, he hears her. No, you get that feeling in your stomach as if you're going like down a drop on uh, a road. Yeah, dope. And the world around you blurs for a second, and you suddenly find yourself sitting in a very familiar booth at a very familiar diner. What? The one that you repeatedly visited, visited in Starworm City. It's dark outside. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's dark outside, and the entire restaurant is void of other customers, save for a lone humanoid figure sitting across the table facing you. This figure is a pale, thin, clean-shaven man dressed in a black suit. He's wearing a broad-brimmed black hat. His age is indiscernible, but his hair appears to be white. He's wearing a tight, thin-lipped smile, and his eyes appear to be hollow black voids. Sitting in between you guys on the table is a board with small ivory pieces. Um, but uh, sitting again, sitting on the table between you guys, and you recognize this as a war game, very similar to our world's chess, except it's done with a lot more pieces and has a lot more intricate types of moves. And the figure across the table says, "Hello, Carter." Hi. Have you been enjoying yourself, Carter? Did uh, your little gladiatorial sabbatical recharge your batteries? I feel uh, better than I I ever have. I've actually, I've come a long way in uh, um, cracking the little case we got going on here. It does seem like you've gotten back to work. And then he moves a piece on the board and he gestures to the board as if it's your turn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, and I'll, I'll sit down and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll make a I'll make what I deem to be my my best, best move opening move. Okay. Yeah, and just to give you, I haven't really planned out this board game, but essentially, uh, this is a game that uses about forty pieces of various shapes and sizes uh, with different like piece types, like pawns, warriors, spies, generals, diplomats, traders, and the idea here is that. Um, you're trying to protect your noble pieces. Mm-hmm. And your noble pieces are powerful pieces, but they're also vulnerable. And if you lose all your nobles, you lose. Okay. That's the general idea of the I game. Think, I think Carter's going for like a bait strategy mm-hmm. where he, he's, he looks aggressive maybe on one side to create mm-hmm. like a funnel. Yeah. And I do feel like, uh, even though this isn't established, this feels like a game Carter would be good at. Oh, yeah. 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 I love so. to do the combat. Okay, so yeah, I love so the you combat make, real good. Right, so you make a you make a move, right? Yeah, and so as this conversation goes forth, uh, back and forth, you guys are going to each be making moves. Okay, and um, <clears throat> it's like uh, his turn; he makes a move and talks. And yeah, my basically, turn, I, get to, exactly. I get to say something. Yeah, fun, basically. fun. <laughs> um, as I was saying, you have gotten back to work, and though I am loath to admit it, I'm impressed. You've picked up on the scent of the good doctor continue along that path interesting yeah that you know it would be a lot of help if you could uh maybe help string me along with a little more information than you know i've kind of hit a roadblock 
uh, not used to that sort of thing. Do you catch my drift? The well of information I've been tapping is run dry. <laughs> that sort of thing. Maybe you have a little more insight you could provide me, help me along with my case here. What? I'm sure that's in both our best interests. What are you asking him? Because uh, my my deep net search on the illithids okay. went, you know, I hit a wall. Okay, so you're asking about the illithids. Okay. <clears throat> when you say this, he goes... You keep worrying yourself over the position of pawns. These are not the concerns of the spy. And then he gestures down at the at the game you guys are playing. And <clears throat> one of your pieces, uh, a spy, it looks like a little human gentleman, like dressed very much the way Carter dresses. Mm-hmm. And then he says, but of those with superior capacity. And he grabs his one of his warrior pieces that looks a lot like a spider. And he does this trouncing move that takes out three of your pawns. And as your pawns fall over, you realize that each pawn was a different illithid. I see. And he just leaves it at that. Well, you know that you have to break through the pawns to get to the good bits. <laughs> Obviously. Well, you do play a good game, Park Carter. <laughs> Parter. 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 <laughs> no, he said you do play a good game, Carter. Much, uh, much appreciated, as uh, do you. Um, now, what's the... Hmm. I'm trying to think of what to ask next. <laughs> yeah, this is your moment to ask some questions. That's yeah, for sure. so I, I, I do want to keep on <clears throat> Zahn's pace. Um, mm-hmm. So the name, uh, I wonder if the bounty hunter thing is a good thing to bring up here. If they Maybe I can get some cardinal advice or something yeah. like that. Um, what were they called again? They were the freelancers. The freelancers. <clears throat> so uh, freelancers, group of bounty hunters. Does that ring a bell to you at all? Because it seems we've picked up a little bit of nasty attention. Uh, um, in our work, um, or I, I guess so. I would use. Uh, I've picked up a little bit of nasty attention in my work. Okay, yeah, because yes, okay, very, very good phrasing. Um, he says, <clears throat> "I may have come across their names here and there. I try not to bother myself with petty mortal issues. Uh, think if I take a crack at one of these guys, I'll be able to." You know, hit him oh, with a knockout, big Carter, KO. You're you're a smart and capable human. <laughs> I believe that. that I am. There's nothing that the freelancers, as they call themselves, would be able to throw at you that you can't handle. That uh, puts a little <clears throat> confidence back in me. All right, I think I'll <laughs> I'll keep about uh, mm. keep about my. <laughs> I think Carter's probably like sweating a little bit. He's like right. looking for the yeah. wait staff. <sighs> like wants something do you, to drink. Do you look for the wait staff? Do you call somebody? Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you say? Uh, uh, wait, waiter, um, water, please. Water. So a uh, um, uh, waitress actually walks out, and it's the same waitress that you were giving orders to. Uh-huh. Except for she's got like this blank, lifeless stare, as if she's not a real person. Yeah. She, she just walks up to the table. She doesn't say anything. I uh, just like kind of, uh, <laughs> the, you know, the, uh, the opening scenes of. Um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, where Bailey, Johnny Bailey. Depp's like, <laughs> like things, things are getting real weird because yeah, he's yeah. like cracked okay. out or whatever. Uh-huh. Like yeah. Carter, I, I want to add that flavor to yeah, the scene sure. where Carter like, kind of oh, like, shit. never mind. And Carter <laughs> continues to just like play play the game. He's going to okay. try to like um, this piece that came through. Um, he's going to try to like take it take it down <clears> pretty <throat> much. Okay, I like that. Um, give me an intelligence roll. I just want to see how well you do with advantage. Since you're focusing and all that. I rolled 11 twice. Okay. Uh, my intelligence is a plus two. Okay, so you're making competent moves, and you're competent enough to know that the moves you're making are competent, but he's 
one step ahead of you every time. It's really frustrating. Yeah. <clears throat> um, if I didn't do all those mushrooms earlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he says, um, mushrooms. you know, I've been busy as well. Think of me as an itinerant showman. I wander the land sharing visions spectacular and horrid. Whispers of awe and prophecy. When given the right audience, I can give one hell of a show. Enough to move even the heartless stoic kings into action. Uh, that's, that's, uh, I've heard the, I've heard the stories. I've heard, I've heard the rumors. Uh, you, uh, what, what specifically have you been up to, uh, lately? Well, that's my business now, isn't it? Hey, I'm just trying to make conversation. <laughs> you ask a lot of questions, Carter. Well, I need a lot of answers. <laughs> you know who else asked a lot of questions? Why, the good doctor. You see, the difference between intelligence and wisdom is the difference between knowing what to ask and knowing when to ask it. Well, the doctor had much of the first and none of the second. And when he discovers something that the wise would call better left alone, well, he just couldn't help himself. And now his head is full of knowledge. Terrible, unutterable knowledge. Ah. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, I saw something. Is my bracer jack on me? Like in this, in this, uh, um, in this scenario, mental arena you've placed me in? Uh, <laughs> no, I'll say no. It's, well, yes, sure, it is. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, I picked up minor illusion. Yeah. So maybe I can do magic here? Sure. Um, yes. I want to make an image of the door that we saw with the great old one on it. Okay. Um, for him. Uh, yes. I saw this recently. Would that happen to be something that you are mentioning right now, <clears throat> Zahn? And I, I, make the, I make the door. This is the beginning of the path. You should head to Manzacore. Follow the good doctor. Oh, would you look at that, he says as he looks down at the board. It seems you've let your princess slip through your defenses. That's a pity. And he gives you this like big shit-eating grin. Uh. You're back. <laughs> and you know in that moment, Prim's gone. Based off what he just said. Oh. <clears throat> Do we have a second auxiliary ship? <laughs> no. <laughs> then how would she be gone? Oh, okay. So Carter's going to like run to her room. Yeah, you run to her room. She's gone. There's just a tape recorder that's like automated uh, to go off someone's voice and just says, leave me alone. I'm not in the mood right now. Ah, oh, and, <laughs> and there's, a, there's like a beach ball under there's the fucking pillow. The pillow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the Home Alone style, it's like you open the door. Oh, fucking, uh, what's Ferris that movie? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Hey, you open the door and like a fucking mannequin rolls over and coughs. Snoring. Ah. Yeah. Damn it. So, Sebastian. We have an emergency! <laughs> you find yourself um, alone in the halberd, descending towards the surface of Sovereign. Okay. And as you are descending down, <laughs> uh, a transmission comes in over the radio. Um, Unidentified vessel, you are approaching restricted airspace. Please identify yourself. Sebastian Crenshaw, here to meet Captain Davrax, reporting. It's an old code, sir, but it checks out. <laughs> there, uh, there's a, this long moment of silence, and then a voice comes on over the radio. Corporal Crenshaw, I'm under orders to deploy Legion Escort. Descend to 30,000 yeah, 30, feet, and you will be met by Legionnaire forces and escorted to the main bastion. Roger. On my way. So uh, I take it you follow the directions, yep. you descend down yep. and all that. <laughs> he gets like, He's just shaking his head at me. I don't know. 
So uh, the halberd descends down to thirty thousand feet, and I'm you're quickly so you're, <laughs> you're quickly met by three black fighter jets bearing the sword and crown of the Iron Legion, and you hear uh, transmission from one of the. Uh, the, these fighter jets. Uh, Corporal Crenshaw, this is a request that you disarm all weapons operating on your vessel and follow us. Not a problem. Disarming right now. Okay. So after you disable all the the, the weapons on the halberd, uh, one of the three jets will turn around and advance north, expecting you to follow. Okay. And I take it you do. I follow, yeah. When you do this, the other two uh, come up behind you and they form like this triangle. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Formation. Formation. That's the word. Formation <laughs> around you. And uh, yeah, you guys uh, head north okay. towards the, yeah, the Sebastian megaopolis. Just goes with it. So the city of Domain Bastion becomes visible below you. Uh, and it is by far, by far the largest city that you've ever seen. Um, but it's essentially this ocean of skyscrapers and streets laid out in a perfect grid system. Uh, and it stretches out before you. Um, Outlaw's Horizon was a major city mm-hmm. in its own right. But this is... On a different Diggers. scope. This is a scope of a planetary capital. You mean is a major city, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, did I say it was? You say was. You said was, and it, it, made, me, it made me scared. It's yeah. still there, <laughs> and you guys all know it's still there. Sure. Um. <laughs> we thought Prim was there, and she's gone. <laughs> we we go back, and and the planet rolls over when we try to go through the atmosphere, and it's fucking like a snore. I'm not in the mood right now. Leave you alone. God damn it! Not again. <laughs> So um, two for two. there are countless private flying vessels floating about the city like bees in a gargantuan hive. Um, Central Command lies at the center of the city. and you, She's on your ship. <laughs> yes, yeah. And you see the enormous rectangular monolithic structure uh, as you are guided to land at an air dock a couple miles south of Central Command. Okay. You guys are hilarious. You. <laughs> yeah. I've been planning this for weeks. <laughs> I was like, this is what I, I told I told Freeland before this. I go, there's a thing that I'm going to make happen. It can be thwarted, though, but we'll see what happens. I like how oh, I like the <laughs> image of Will like like writing it in his book. <laughs> <laughs> These it's fools. Pretty, that's pretty close <laughs> to the Watch truth. What I'm going to do. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, they guide you to this air dock. Uh, the vessels land around you in the same triangular formation um, that they flew in. The pilots of these Legion vessels end up staying in their cockpits as a squadron of Legionnaires in heavy armor and armed with assault rifles approach. Okay. And they kind of surround the ship uh, and stand in formation with their guns. And one of them yells out, Corporal Sebastian Crenshaw, exit the vessel unarmed and with your hands above your head. No sudden movements or we will open fire. Yeah, Sebastian just does it. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't say anything. He's yeah. like, all right, I'm the hands, hands up. up. Like, yeah. all right. Going through right. it. You, you know turns that. around when he gets down there, he turns around. Like, perfect, hey, perfect. So um, essentially, the legionnaires <clears throat> are going to come up and arrest you and handcuff you. And the one who was yelling continues to yell. And he says, Corporal Crenshaw, you are under arrest by the order of Master Commandant Callan Rigos. You will be given a fair trial and the right to defend yourself in the court of law. Resistance will be considered an admission of guilt. You have been warned. He just smirks and nods towards him like, all right. And I think, you know, it's not personal. He's doing doing his thing. He's doing his thing. Yeah, just like Sebastian's doing his thing. He knows he has to report. Yeah, definitely. Just the way it is. So um, after you're handcuffed, um, you will start to be marched away from the halberd and off the dock. And there will come a sudden thumping sound from one of the storage compartments on the halberd. (laughs) And one of the legionnaires is like, what in dominion is that? And everyone, like, points their guns. What? 
And, oh, wait, hold on. Yeah, and suddenly a compartment seal pops off the hull of the halberd, and exactly one primna spills out onto the air. <laughs> primna, what are you doing here? And you freeze, hands up, and she's like, "Oh, shit. primna, <laughs> naughty, naughty mystery being, Prim. bad, bad girl." Hold your fire, gentlemen. Hold your fire. She just holds her hands up, and they, they start handcuffing her. And, uh, yeah, they're just going to march her yeah. along with you. And she's just going to you say, I'm sorry, I had to. Prim. Prim, I told you to stay back. <laughs> and, like, right at that point, you get, like, an email being like, where's Prim? Yeah. What's going <laughs> on? Yeah, all the like, start rolling again. Like, oh, dot, dot, dot. She's here. That's hilarious. Um, okay, so you and Primina find yourselves detained in an officer's accommodation within Central Command. It's essentially a comfortable living space. Um They've, uh, you guys have been notified that an urgent investigative hearing is going to be held this evening with okay. both of you, um, cause they know who she is. Yeah. And since she's here, she's under arrest and under trial too. Um, you guys have roughly two hours of waiting until, uh, your hearing. So yeah. what do you guys do with that time? Ooh. <laughs> Dust off the old hacky sack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prim, I told you not to come. I didn't want you to be endangered at all. My dude, you fucked up royally. <laughs> I was going to say, have she a says, very fatherly conversation. <laughs> Prim, yeah, she yeah, says, sure. I, know, I know I went against everyone's wishes, but I'm done letting others pay for my own existence mm. and my own inaction. I'm not going to let anyone else die in my place. <laughs> You're like, fuck. Your logic sounds like, damn you, Primina. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> that tracks. Do, uh, yeah, but but do Prim, you, you, you must understand we're family now. I'm going to do everything I can to protect you. I don't want anything to happen to you. The same goes for you. Oh, Prim. <laughs> Prim, why? He's got to have <laughs> arguments. Damn it, Prim. <sighs> I'm glad mind. to see you. I wish you wouldn't have came here, but I'm glad to see you. She just nods. Okay, so we'll fast forward. Yeah, we'll just hours. small talk here and there. Yeah. Sit in silence for a while. Yeah. Awkward silence here and there. Yeah, but yeah. That the text chain is blowing up. Yeah, the text <laughs> chain is blowing the fuck up. Victoria's supremely pissed off. You get a stream of uh, Victoria like yelling at you in videos, like little vine snips. Exactly. And Carter's just in the background with his arms crossed, like a frown on his face. <laughs> It's exactly only in like some of them though. Yeah, Yeah. somebody's like (laughs) some of them. He just gets bored and wanders off. Okay, so on the wall in one of them, like just pouting, (laughs) like really mad. That evening, there is a knock on your door, and there are three legionnaires waiting to escort you to Central Command. I take it you guys go willingly, handcuffed, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Okay, they handcuff you. They're going to march you over there. Um, They end up. Marching you through Central Command into this large and opulent auditorium that's being used for the hearing room. Um, Rows of seats lined uh, around a room that descends at incline. We're talking about hundreds of officers, clerical workers, and other various Central Command bureaucrats all filling the seats. Um, At the auditorium's other end, at the bottom of this incline, is a large long table with five individuals seated facing the audience. Four of which are Iron, Iron Legion generals. Um, the center fifth figure is a human man with uh, dark skin, clean cut, short white beard, and he's dressed in black and gold heavy armor and appears to be in amazing shape for a man this age. We're talking about a guy who's like 65 and he just looks he's jacked. <laughs> he he's looks like, good. He's one of the dudes on like P90X and Sandy. He's like, yeah. I'm 65 and I'm killing it. Watch me fucking go horizontal on this post. <laughs> In my heavy yeah. armor. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> oh shit! And this is Master Commandant Callan Rigos. Um, 
a hushed silence falls on the murmuring crowd as you and Prim are escorted into the room. Uh, you guys are taken down to the room's base level and given seats facing the panel of Iron Legion commanders. Yes, Brian. Where are Jake and Brian? <laughs> oh, good. Of point. the Iron Legion. Yes. Jake and Brian are totally on the like the top floor in the back, <laughs> looking like real serious about the situation. Uh, this would not be a this is not we, a party. We this, would know we can't this speak a, up in this time, right? Yeah, not a party situation. Uh, can you guys I, might have a chance to speak later. Can we and, wave? Yeah, you totally can. Will wave. they see? Uh, give me a perception roll. <laughs> 17. 17. He sees it's it. like this. I, um, it's like I, real I, tiny. I like, a little eye. Like, <laughs> give you a thumbs up. Like, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I do want to see, is, uh, can I, is Captain Davrax up front mm-hmm. anywhere? Or you, can don't, I see, you don't see him. Okay. You don't see him. But he did say he was going to be here. Yeah. Captain so, Davrax. Um, the dark eyes of Calamarigo seem to pierce like into your soul Oof. as he's just staring Oof. at you. And I say as stoic as possible. I'm trying to yeah. not show any fear or anything, just trying to right. be solid with everything. Right now. So one of the generals, a female hobgoblin, speaks up and she says, let me, let me give her a voice. <clears throat> I hereby call this hearing to order. Let the records show that the case of Corporal Crenshaw and individual Primina versus the Holy Eternal Elven Empire has commenced. She hits a gavel on the table. <laughs> Cal Enrigo speaks up. Will the clerk of the court please read the charges being brought against the accused? An elderly woman uh, in a high-collared suit speaks up. The accused are both charged with four counts of domestic terrorism, evasion of law enforcement, and unauthorized emigration by the authority of the Holy Elven, uh, Holy Eternal Elven Empire. God, it's a fucking mouthful. <laughs> she Man, didn't say that part. Who wrote, who wrote that? Who wrote yeah, this? Yeah. Like, jeez. <laughs> We decided to say that a bajillion times. <laughs> Calariga says, and are the prosecuting parties present? The clerk says, the prosecuting parties are not present. Callan says, then let the record show that in absence of the prosecuting party, the sovereign authority of the Iron Legion shall bring charges against the accused in their place. So he's basically mm. saying the elves aren't here. But they're going, yeah. yeah. These they are supposedly the elves charged, but the elves aren't here. <clears throat> How do the accused plead? Innocent. Uh, Prim says, innocent. <laughs> God, I have to What he him. said. What he yeah, said. Exactly. I'm, I'm with him. Callan <laughs> um, says, very well. Will the clerk of the court please present supplied evidence of the prosecution? So three clerks uh, end up mo- c- shuffling forward, and they, they have a bunch of folders filled with documents in their arms. And they, they start handing them out to the general and to... Give the him surfer voices. Callan. No, I'm not giving him surfer voices. <laughs> Each of them brings... Uh, each of them, each of the generals begin to leaf through the documents. <clears throat> and as the documents are being leafed through, the clerk of the court gives a summary of their contents. And essentially she says, we, we have been provided multiple security camera photos of the accused attacking innocent civilians and causing mass damage to both property and individuals. Uh, we have been given documentation listing altercations and attacks on elven law enforcement, and we have been given a warrant for the arrest arrests of these two individuals dating back three years. <clears throat> three years? Mm-hmm. This is, this is what they've been provided with by the elves. Jesus Christ. It's whack shit. I was going to say, like, they probably doctored some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or we time traveled. <laughs> <laughs> a time travel within a time travel? Lastly, the Elven Empire has publicly stated that the immediate extradition of the accused will result in an immediate ceasefire between Elven forces and the Iron Legion 
and the return of the prisoner prisoners of war lost to the elven forces in raids on three of our cyber federation chapters that's a red flag mm. Mm. that's a red flag dog um <laughs> The crowd murmurs loudly at this because, yeah, that's fucking They're like, hey, that's a red flag. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yeah. And there's a moment here where the crowd starts to get a little unruly and Callan yeah. Iron Legion, Brian, Brian and Jake are like, let no, a free no, no. No. <laughs> Free bass. Free my homie bass. I will have order in this house of dominion. And the crowd goes quiet. Order, bro. Come on. <laughs> Shit. Can't believe you right now. <clears throat> Free pass. Free pass, though. <laughs> if that is all, will the clerk of the court please present the findings of the of our investigative team assigned to this case? The clerk speaks up, and she says, I beg your pardon, Master Commandant, but one of our officers is asked to be allowed to give testimony before our investigative findings be presented. Uh, Captain Arvin Davarax of the 601st mm. chapter on uh, Vian Alias. Cappy Davy. <laughs> Cappy Davy. There's a moment of silence, and then Callan says, very well. The court calls on Captain Davarax to speak. Mm. Captain Davy. So, for those in the audience who don't remember Captain Davarax, that was the dragonborn uh, captain who turned Sebastian here into a uh, member of the Iron Legion. Mm-hmm. It's like episode three or four. Episode, yeah, it was yeah. a first interlude. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, also like episode eight. Episode eight or something like that. A large male dragonborn with bronze scales and a bionic left arm descends from the audience to stand next to Sebastian. The dragonborn places a hand on your shoulder, and bef- and then he moves on to stand in front of the panel, and he salutes the panel. <clears throat> Captain Davarax, you have the floor. God, I gotta give Davarax a fucking voice now. <laughs> Make him a surfer dude. <laughs> Not making him a surfer dude. That's Jake and Brian's job. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you, Master Commandant. I've only known Corporal Crenshaw for a short time, but in that time he has left a lasting impression as one of the most impressive and excellent disciples of Dominion. I've had the honor of witnessing him join our ranks. He possesses an innate understanding of our precepts and a drive to mastery unrivaled by all save officers I've seen spend decades honing their minds, bodies, and spirits in service to Dominion. He has upheld law and order with might and will at every adversity, and been met with victory. And when tragedy struck the city of Vianalius that could have destroyed the entire city, this man stood without the assistance of the church to strike down a mighty foe and save countless lives, including over a hundred iron legionnaires under my command. Reports from the city and our intelligence from the draconic star sovereignty will corroborate this statement. I would stake my reputation. The evidence provided by the Empire is fraudulent. This man is no criminal. He is a hero. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> There's another murmur from the crowd. Am I able to like, make eye contact with Devrax? He, right now he, he's backstage. Okay, okay. Yeah. that's what I thought. I he's talking sure. to them, but yeah. Okay. So with that, he's done, and he <laughs> comes around, and he sits next to you guys. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Power move. So um, as, as he's walking back, I just kind of make eye contact and kind of like, just, like nod and like a little smirk yeah. and like, yeah. Thank, almost like a thank you smile. Yeah, he gives you a nod, and he sits down next to you. <clears throat> Callan says, thank you, Captain Davarax. So, <clears throat> if that is all, will the clerk of the court please present the findings of the investigative team assigned to this case? So more folders of documents are presented to the panel. Okay. Um, the clerk says, our investigators found a serious lack of confirmable, confirmable documentation on the claimed terrorist strikes and the past crimes of the accused. 
Though not all entirely provable, it is the concluded opinion of the investigative team that, the mo- that most of the video and photographic evidence provided has been doctored to some degree. There is also a complete lack of documentation on the identities of either accused in any database that we could access. <clears throat> that tracks. Mm-hmm. Crowd mm-hmm. begins mm-hmm. to murmur at this. They're like, what? They're what? what? Oh, shit. She's unknown. Hey, that shit's not right, though. <laughs> I didn't know that. We knew it, though. We so, did? did we know that? <laughs> we, we knew it in our hearts. Oh, in our hearts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Free bass still, Free though. bass. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, there, as the murmuring's going on, the, uh, the generals and Callan are going through the documentation on their own, and eventually he closes his folder, and the rest of them close their folders, and Callan says, let the questioning of the accused begin. <clears throat> he looks at you. And Prim, but mostly you. Who are you exactly, and why has the Empire accused you of these crimes? Name is Sebastian Crenshaw. I come from a primitive world into this one. I'm a time traveler. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's just, yeah, he's just yeah. Saying, I come from a world, uh, a primitive world into this one. Uh, pretty much <clears throat> cross paths with the elves. They didn't like me very much. Try to play by their rules, but they decided to attack. We had to defend ourselves, and yeah, that's it. I mean, that's the extent of it. I mean, other than that, there was no other run-ins with the elves other than them trying to track us down for whatever reason. Why is the Empire risking galactic war over your capture, then? It cannot be that simple. Under recent findings, it's believed that the elves are doing some sort of genetic uh, mutations or testing bloodlines. Me being an unknown... Being very special, my race is not known here. I think they feel like they could utilize myself and my good friend Primina here, the other unknown race in these general areas, to utilize us for the genetic testings. And it's also believed that they're trying to utilize our genetic material to unlock a a gate to another world or other creatures to unleash into our galaxy. He looks at Primina and he says... um, and what do you have to say, girl? And Primus says, what Sebastian says is true, but he doesn't have the, the, the entire truth of it. They, they created me, and they told me that I was destined to lead them to uh, a treasure of unsurpassed value, something that would give the elves the power to take over you know, the entire galaxy. And Callan says... What is this treasure or power they seek? Do you say anything? No, I'm, I think they just want world domination. <clears throat> they want to take over everything. Look at it now. They're already enslaving races, taking out entire races. Nothing's going to stop them. <clears throat> they want to rule overall and not, not, and not, not play nice with anybody. Mm-hmm. They are, they're going to rule. If, if we stay on this course, there's no stopping them. Um. Primus says, I, I don't know the nature of the treasure. <clears throat> There's a moment of silence, and then one of the uh, generals speaks up, and she says, what is the relationship between the elves and the illithids? Our documentation shows that there's been communication between the two factions. All I know is, many years ago, they were working on a project together, headed by a Dr. Zahn. Things went south, and that's the last I know about it. Do you know the whereabouts of this Dr. Zahn? We have been searching, but I've been unable to find him. Okay. 
And I'll, I'll say well, recently we have we went to Namalith and uh, Zovra mm-hmm. looking for them, find, you know, following some breadcrumbs. Nothing turned up. Could not find them. Okay. You do know that the um, the last place that you heard that he was going oh, to was Manzacor, which is in the Illithid mm-hmm. territory. Okay, and I'll mention that too. You say that? Yeah, okay. yeah. And as I, the next spot that we planned on checking was Manzacor, where we heard he was last seen, possibly. Why should we not simply just turn you over to the Empire? I think you could just look at what's happened already with the Elven Empire. They overstretch their bounds. They're attacking whoever they want, doing damage to Outlaw Horizon or you name it. The fact is that they're charging us with myself and Primina with these crimes, and they have no solid proof. <clears throat> it's They're making up stuff to, to capture us, to, to, like I said, unlock some sort of unknown terror above on, on everybody. And if they're not stopped, they're going to continue just wiping out people and enslaving people until they get what they need. <clears throat> okay. Um, there's a moment of silence again. And finally, Callan says, the accused may be allowed to issue final statements before the verdict is reached. <laughs> He's just, he's going to, don't do it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, he addresses them. He's all, I feel like we need to band together whatever alliances we have. Cause if we don't act now, there's, there's no, no saying what's going to happen. If we don't stop the Elven <clears throat> empire, mm-hmm. I did not commit these crimes that they are accusing myself of. And Primina has not committed any of these crimes. Okay. We we want we want to stand up against their tyrannical terror that they're causing <clears throat> to the galaxy. And it's just we their might must <clears throat> must be stopped. Um, okay. Uh, there's a murmur at this crowd's like kind of vibing, kind of yeah, yeah. kind of mixed mixed feelings here. Free bass, <laughs> vibing, <laughs> vibing with bass. The panel looks to Primina and she says. I did not prepare this ahead of time. (laughs) I will say that I agree with what Sebastian has to say. The Empire has already attacked the Iron Legion unwarranted, as you've said three times, and take prisoners of war. They've attacked the Draconic Star Sovereignty, or at least a neighboring province, without provocation. From personal experience, I know what the Empire is capable of. And I know that they will not rest until they have not only what, the, not only me, but what they truly want, which is the ultimate power, whatever whatever that may be, whether it's real or not. They'll stop at nothing to get it. If the galaxy doesn't band together to stop the Elven Empire, then who will? And at that, the crowd's murmuring even more now. Murmur, murmur, murmur. Murmur. <coughs> fucking hate elves. <laughs> I fucking hate elves. Those motherfuckers. got them worst. Um, so at this point, the panel um, adjourns to decide a verdict, and you guys are kind of just left out there to hang and dry. Okay. And uh, yeah, so do you, I don't know, do you talk to the Dabrax? I kind of da- Dabrax and just, I'll ask Dabrax, like, Cappy Dabby. What happened? Like, Outlaws Horizon, like, how many Iron Legion did we lose? You know, and just, he you says, know. Relax, Sebastian. We, we only lost a few. Uh, obviously, it was a tragedy, but we could have lost a lot more if it wasn't for you. 
And then he points at your arm. He's like, I see you've copied my arm. Yeah, yeah. Other side, yeah. but uh, I liked your style. So. <laughs> Do a sweet <laughs> mechanical arm handshake. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he totally. It's an alt universe where Bucky Barnes had to go through time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, he uh, just make sure you don't copy my eye. And he points at his eye patch. I'm like, ooh. Wow, wow. <laughs> I, I, I want to bring up a little conversation. I'm like, oh, so uh, I came across some uh, Obsidian Dragoon armor. Mm-hmm. Amazing stuff, man. I don't know. Because you know, I'm assuming he's <laughs> okay, a dragonborn, yeah, yeah. so he's been familiar oh, with you that. Know. So he's going to kind of make small talk about yes. yeah. seeing that armor and hearing that story. From, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he definitely wants to hear about it. Yeah, he's so definitely excited The conversation about that. he had with was Balazar <clears throat> and stuff like that. Oh, so. my God. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I forgot that's what his name was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, after uh, 30 minutes, we'll say, okay. the generals and Callan come back. And they sit before the panel and the room goes silent. And the panel hands off a piece of paper to the clerk of the court. And Callan says, will the clerk of the court please read the verdict of the accused? And the clerk opens the paper, paper and she says... The accused by the authority of (laughs) the sovereign authority of the Iron Legion has been found not guilty. Exonerated! (laughs) Victory! Yeah, the crowd's like, like, grab criminal. I'm like, and there's a lot of pounding. And Kalon bangs his gavel on the table. And I will take this moment to announce here and now that the Iron Legion has declared war on the holy eternal (gasps) Elven Empire. (laughs) We go smack these mugs. Go smack them. Let's go kill some elves. Your ears ain't going to be pointy when we're done with them. So so Sebastian, I'm assuming I'm standing for for this this part. He's going to look at every person on the panel. And just nod at each one, like, and mm. have that serious look, like, yeah. you made the right decision. They all look really grim. Everyone else is, like, cheering, you yeah, know, hurrah. But, well, they know they're, what they're up against. Yeah, they're so. grim about it. Um, going to cut off their ears. So we're going to fast forward a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to take it that you contact your friends. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, we, we good. We good. We good. <laughs> Come to we good. Come we good. It's all good. <laughs> so. He just sends like a so I take it the Brunhilde is going to come to Sovereign, and you guys, you guys are going to get uh, like hoteled up at the Command Center and all that. If you oh, guys are willing cool to go, yeah, you guys are oh, good. Yeah. Come on, to over. come. He hasn't been let go yet. Light speed. Like he's not under arrest anymore, but he's been told he has to stay here. For he's a bit. under. They're processing all his fucking paperwork. Well, they're trying to figure out what to do with him. They're but. trying to figure out who's going to pay the legal fees. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Sebastian, you get called. For a private meeting with uh, Master Commandant Kellen Rigos um, the following evening. So you've had some time. I don't know if there's something you guys want to do with the day of time that you guys have here at Command Central. You guys aren't really allowed to leave, leave? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you can leave without Sebastian. Can I get the smoothie? Yeah, so totally. I heard they had good smoothie yeah, stand. They got an all-day, 24-hour buffet with anything you want to need. Anything I, want to Anything, need? Delicious. Delicious. Anything I want to need? Anything I want to need, Dungeon Master? Within reason. Within reason. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> yes. Please put limitations on my wild brain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, smoothie. Oh, yeah, smoothie. Yeah, sure. Um, can I talk to this guy? Yeah, yeah. You guys have access to him. You just can't. I take can't him. go, yeah. Yeah. Tell him about your dude, the dudes. Tell the him dudes. about the, the freelancers. Tell him for me. Okay, bye. All right. 
I'll, I'll say something. Congrats. That's not the Carter voice. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, tell, tell him. Well, he's shook. <laughs> uh, tell him about. Damn good tell him about the. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. uh, t- uh, this is damn good. Uh, can you tell him about those those guys, those freelancers? They're yeah, kind of tripping me up. Just tell them. Uh, maybe they can uh, take care of them. I'll say something. Just see, maybe, see what we can do. Maybe we'll get lucky and they'll kill them. I mean, uh, I'll kill them, <clears throat> but like maybe they will. Well, I'll have to inform them that there is a bounty on both of us, so they know what's going on. I mean, on. they probably know. Well, yeah, I found too. that shit like quick internet. <laughs> I should have done that immediately. I should have just did a quick search. So I put your, I put the first three of your name in, and it comes up. And how much? Sub. You don't oh, even have, you don't even have to click the link. You no, know, it just shows your picture and the little money sign next to it, and Ooh. how much. It's Ooh. like really easy to bounty hunt, apparently. <laughs> okay, so uh, Percy, do you do anything? Uh, Victoria is scolding the shit out of Primna. Yeah, I I probably wouldn't be scolding her or yeah. anything like that, but I'd be like. Proximity wise, like there to like to hug her <laughs> once, yeah. once she's done and everything. I'll drop her a smoothie. I'll be like, "What about this one? Does that taste good?" You roll a die. Give me a d twenty. Ooh, was it gonna be better than the ice cream? Yeah, you want me to roll it? You said give me a d twenty. No, I said roll. I said roll a die. Give me a d twenty. I roll the d twenty. Roll the damn twenty. <laughs> Ooh, that's a nat twenty. It's a big natty oh, boy. She really likes it. She thinks it's great. What flavor is it? A smooth flavor. Okay, cool. It's strawberry banana. She loves it. Uh, come on, we're in space. Well, then you come up with it. You're the one who came up with the smoothie scenario. Mm. <clears throat> Is it like a green machine kind of shit? Like, yeah, like, like it, kale, space kale, yeah, <laughs> space, space kale. kale. There we go. This is a this is asteroid moss smoothie. Mm, there we there go. Is. She loves yeah. it. I don't know. Fuck it. It's out of this world. <clears throat> oh, no. ah! Sebastian, uh, you were called uh, for a meeting with Master Commander Callan Rigos okay. the following evening. I take it you go there. Of course. When you're there, um, seated, waiting for you, besides Callan Rigos, is uh, Captain Davarax mm. and uh, Commander or Commandant um, Master Commandant Callan Rigos says, "Have a seat." His nods, and he'll take he'll take a seat. <clears throat> Deciding what to do with you has been somewhat difficult. Um, the Draconic Star Sovereignty has asked us many times to turn uh, custody of you over to them. We've denied them, though. We've decided to give you a different set of orders. You're going to become a bit of an investigator for us here at Ooh. the Iron Legion. We want you to pursue the investigation of this Dr. Zahn, as you have been doing. And we wish for you to look into the secret plans of the Empire. Um, We wish to know about any elven activity that you learn about. We wish to know about any illithid activity that you learn about. Any info pertaining to Project Bloodline and this Egress article that Primina has been so kind as to speed us up on. We want all that information. You're to report directly here to Captain Davarax. Once every two weeks, we expect mm. a report. It's not a problem. An in-person report? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, communication. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. No, you need yeah. to come back here. It's like, oh, shit, I'll go <laughs> no, back. No, no, yeah. it'd be, it would be via communication. Do you accept I, this I, assignment? I, I take pride in this assignment, and I will mm-hmm. do this to, to the best of my abilities, and we'll report to you every two weeks. Is there any limitations... To what we can do. Um, He's asking like obviously specific like, ones I mean, beyond the normal code. Of yeah. Your, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Be on time. Um, 
cross your T's, dot your I's. Yeah. No, he didn't say that. He says, um, <laughs> he promises you towards like, is he allowed to start no, killing people? Don't, uh, but don't, he's, he's not don't commit any war crimes. Uh, obviously, self defense, do what you have to do. No more terrorism. Yeah, no more terrorism. <laughs> <Mister>. damn it. <laughs> no, he says, uh, you know, obviously, try not to commit any war crimes. Um, if anything, I would distance yourself from the name of the Iron Legion. The assignment you're being given, this is un- off the record. Here's a fake mustache. Does that tell you what you need to know? I will not uh, claim the Iron Legion while I'm out and about, but I will keep it close to my heart, okay. and I will follow the rules of Dominion. Didn't you get a tattoo of the... It's gone now. Yeah, that's fine. Cut off. But he's just saying, like, don't necessarily. My arm got cut off, man. That's true. His arm did get cut off. I forgot about that. Oh, unfortunate. <laughs> a tattoo. Um, but besides, tattoos are removable in this world. Yeah, We've yeah, already established true. that. That's okay, true. so he has a conversation with just saying glory to Dominion. And then I do whatever salute is yeah. the, the iron. Exactly. Yeah. Um, as I'm walking out, I will turn around like, you know, <laughs> we, we do have an issue with bounty hunters right now. If, oh. if that's something that we can get assistance in. We have a group called the Freelancers after us. It has already caused us some issues. His eyes are like white. Yeah. He, um, he says, that, "That sucks, bro. Sucks to suck. <laughs> Maybe we should turn you over to the Draconic Stars." No, he says, uh, "This is grim news indeed. We will do as much reconnaissance as we can about the Freelancers and their um, current movements, and we'll relay any information that we have." To hopefully help you. Thank you be sir. safe out there. Thank you, sir. Because okay. if we, we pop, they pop off like a uh, war on you, they're not going to drop the bounty. <laughs> yeah. 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 And like, they don't have any power to, to do anything about all the bounties out there and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. But okay. So let's wrap that up. Uh, is there anything that Sebastian wants to do before you guys take off? Get a smoothie, man. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah the, smoothie right there. The Astrid you know. Moss uh, smoothie. Yeah. I hear it's pretty good. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely want to talk with. Uh, Dabrax a little bit more before they take off. Yeah, sure. Check in who, if you. there's anybody else from the Iron Legion that yeah, he's Bryan. familiar with, Jake and Brian. Yeah, yeah go, go find the Jake and Brian. Sebastian! <laughs> Thanks for being here, guys. Thank you. We're oh, here for you, Battle. We so knew you were innocent. Yeah. You're the best. You, you guys are the best. Your arm, <laughs> dog. Your arm. Oh, you look so cool. Badass, huh? You look so Watch cool. this, and he pulls his hand into his wrist like when he's about to shoot the Oh, kind of, shit. Don't tell him, buddy, though. Oh, your secret that's is so safe dope. with us, bro. Yes, yes, it is. That's so dope. We killed a bunch of elves. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, we killed him in the name of the Legion. I like it. And, yeah. and keep doing it, too. Keep doing it. I pulled down my tunic, and I got like a, uh, a necklace with just a bunch of ears. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I yes. might have to steal that from you. I like that idea. I should have got him taxidermy. This one's falling apart. <laughs> oh, no. Like, you, yeah, not, you can treat that. You can treat it. So yeah, yeah, a little bit longer. Fact, he does it. It smells real fucking bad. Oh, yeah. It smells real you know, bad. He might want to Smells like victory. Something. No, yeah. it smells good. Yeah, it smells like I won. Oh, point, man. It's great. Christ. Okay, so. I, I won't give you a hug. I'll just give you a handshake, okay? Oh, Our secret handshake is way less down. Okay, so we're going to fast forward. Our Legion Jake is like, oh, is, is that what that smells been this whole time? I can't think of there was something caught in my armor. Yeah, couldn't find him. Washed his shirt four oh. times. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So the Brunilda takes off. Um, oh, my and God. And <clears throat> we'll say you guys are going to travel for a bit and... Uh, eventually, it comes to what passes for nightfall, and uh, you all go to your respective rooms for sleep, except for Carter, because he doesn't sleep. And Persephone. Ooh. Yes? 
you end up falling asleep and then find yourself awakening standing upon water in the middle of a vast and open sea. Hmm. Above you <laughs> above you is a clear night sky alight with countless bright stars. This is a familiar place to you. It is the same place that you visited with Yuma during the ceremony that bonded you to the galactic spirit. Yeah. My acid trip. Yuma had said that this is the edge of your spiritual sphere. And she also noted that every star that you see in the sky here is another spiritual sphere, and each represents a sentient life in the galaxy. Mm, 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 mm. After a moment of silence, and peace, uh, you hear this ethereal and sonorous sound, almost like a song echoing across the sky. And um, it's so uh, loud that it actually causes ripples in the still water that you're oh, standing shit. on. Okay. <clears throat> From over the horizon, the familiar sight of the galactic spirit rises. Uh, an enormous bird-like creature with wings of iridescent light, a raptor-like mask with glowing eyes, a mane of feathers of ever-changing color, and so reptilian dumb. legs and a long tapering tail. The galactic spirit soars overhead before coming to land on the water. <clears throat> From the angle which she lands, you can see her profile, and she stands about a thousand feet tall. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She slowly unfurls her massive wings and dips her body low to the water. As the wings fall to the water surface, its end rests right before you, right before your feet. Mm. And it's obvious to you that the galactic spirit wishes for you to ascend her wings and onto <gasps> her back. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, she probably was like a mouth agape this whole time because it's been a while since we've mm-hmm. chilled her and I. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she's probably like, oh my God, I forgot how pretty you are. And then she just starts <laughs> climbing the, the yeah, feathers. Sure. So the climb, is, the climb is long. Yeah. But despite the incline and gigantic. the field of essentially waist-high iridescent feathers... The climb is surprisingly easy. Ooh. Um, and after some time, you find yourself climbing onto the back of the galactic spirit. Mm-hmm. And you are not alone here. Oh, what? Hundreds of individual people are also here. Beings of all races and walks of life. Men, women, <laughs> humans, halfling, dragborn, dragonborn, aliens you've never seen before. All ages. Only one factor is shared between them all that is obvious to you. They're all druids. They're all carrying various druidic focuses of staves, Ooh. amulets, totems, etc. <clears throat> As you make your way into the crowd, you hear a familiar voice. Percy? Is that you, dear? <gasps> I'll turn around. Yuma? <laughs> Yuma stands before you. And she immediately goes in for the hug. Oh, yes. I lift her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you totally can because you're huge. Because I'm gigantic, um, yeah. <laughs> Who are all these people, Yuma? Who are... I, I don't know, but I... I think obviously we're we're all followers of the galactic spirit here. Oh yeah, totally. But I've I don't know what's <laughs> going on. I've I've never witnessed a gathering like this in my two hundred years of life. So I uh I can speak <clears throat> druidic. That's like a yeah yeah everyone has a, a thing. They yeah, the private club. Talk. Yeah, so uh I'll just I'll just say hi to everybody. Yeah, you get, you get all kinds of different okay. types of greeting, like yeah. real stoic, like just nods, mm. people introducing themselves. I'm you meet a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Yeah, this seems uncommon. As you're speaking to all these people, Mm -hmm. the galactic spirit unfurls her wings and takes off into flight. (sighs) Quickly, the spiritual sphere is left behind. Just another star in the night sky. The galactic spirit soars upward higher and higher. Countless stars passing on either side of you guys. Eventually, the stars become fewer and fewer until there are none at all. 
the galactic spirit suddenly turns and dips her neck gracefully down, revealing a magnificent sight, a swirling, sparkling galaxy of shining lights, countless amounts of life. And there is this moment of awed silence amongst all of you. And after a moment, one of the druids, a wizened old man, points out and he cries, Look, the lights, they are diminishing. Oh, no. And as he says this, Percy, you notice that slowly points of light are starting to disappear. And then faster and faster lights begin to go out as the druids begin to murmur in horror. Yeah. Yuma reflect leans over to you and she whispers and she says, the war, the war must have begun. Already? They just... (laughs) That just happened. That was just yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, what the hell? Uh, I honestly don't say that. The galactic spirit lets out a sonorous cry of anguish and then it cranes its neck upward and facing far above. What is that? Someone cries out, pointing towards where the galactic spirit is gazing. I take it you look. I'll look, yeah. yeah. Above the galaxy, deep in the void beyond, a heaving and roiling mass of darkness bubbles. This amorphous blight is as large as the galaxy itself, and ever so slowly is descending upon the cluster of lights. The galactic spirit lets out another cry, this one tinged with both anger and fear. And then you awaken. Oh, Ooh. shit. Okay. And now, tell the audience about your level up. <laughs> oh, fuck. Can I wake up just with tears in my face? Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. yeah. my face? Until you wake up crying. Yeah. yeah. Sprinkled with cosmic power. Grants <laughs> <laughs> you two levels of druid. <clears throat> so you guys are now level eight now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Did you guys want to talk about it? Or you, are you guys prepared? Do you guys actually have your characters leveled up? Yeah. Mostly there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. who wants to go first? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go first. I yeah. mean, with uh, with Sebastian doing have the Oath of Conquest, uh, he gains at level seven the Aura of Conquest. So pretty much what it is, anybody within ten feet of him in mm-hmm. a radius, if they are frightened of him for any reason, <clears throat> their speed drops to zero, oh, and shit. then they take psychic damage. They can't move. To, yeah, they can't, can't move. move. They're locked down. They're so stuck. scared. <laughs> yeah. And then they take if they start their turn in that area. I mean, pretty much if I don't move away from them, they're going to be in that area, or right. someone takes them out of there. Mm-hmm. They'll take damage at the beginning of the turn for half of my level. Oh shit! At the start okay. of the turn, so, it'll be so that's four. four level eight. So it'll be still before free so. damage. Nice. And then for my feet, and I didn't take the boost in stats. I took the feet because I keep getting knocked down. So I, <laughs> this is true. I took the tough feet. And uh, bumped up my HP quite a bit. Oh, so, nice! Do you know? Do you know the number it right was, now? Uh, it was either ninety-five or ninety-seven. I forget. So. Jeez, okay. my yeah. knees. Nice. Yeah. So nice. It's, it's right around there, ninety something. So I, I can take a little bit more beating now, and not cool. not die. You probably have more spells too now, right? <laughs> yeah, I took. Uh, I I know one more spell at a time, <clears> and then I. I can't remember how many slots I, I gained, but okay. I do. I do have an additional spell. Nice. So. Perception. Yeah. What do you got? Um, I gained fly speed for my wild shapes. Oh, yes. So now mm. I can fly. Theoretically, Which yes. is going to be dope. Um, and then <clears throat> I did take the ability score increase. Nice. Um, wisdom? Wisdom. Bumped my wisdom. Should I say what I bumped it to? Sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. I bumped my wisdom to 20, so now I have a plus so five. maxed out now. And then I went into my intelligence, because I'm going to start bumping that up, because all of my... Like science officer stuff is based oh, off intelligence, cool. I like so I was that. just like, <clears throat> a point for each. Yes, cool. nice. Because I was at nineteen for wisdom, oh, so I was like, okay. I'll just bump that to twenty and then like, yeah. start working on my uh, intelligence. And then I get level four spells now. Nice. I got two spell slots. Quite powerful. I'm super strong. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck some people up. Uh, <laughs> and I think that's it. All right, Carter. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> 
So Carter got <laughs> lots of stuff. Um, so our proficiency is still plus three. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I now know eight spells. Um, nice. Did I'm your sti- spell level go up? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I got fourth level spells nice. now, nice. just like this guy. So I have two fourth level slots. Man, I don't get a third one for a long time, but I did get a new invocation, so I'm taking an old one that I used to have back again because oh. now the time has finally come to have the four I want, okay, cool. which is the push people with my Eldritch Blast, oh, nice. whatever nice. that one was. A little bit of a tactics there. Cool. Yes, okay. um, it will complete the cycle because I took, and I also rearranged my whole spell list um, pretty much. I dropped some cantrip. Oh, I dropped a cantrip. I replaced it with another one, and then I right. took some... It's just a whole new world in here, okay, and cool. I, I'm very excited to do some crazy, crazy You've stuff. You've been rethinking how Carter approaches things. Like yeah, that. like basically the the Book of Shadows reading. Like I'm like, oh, and I took Warcaster. Oh, um, nice. As a feat instead that of my ability scoring. Really increase. good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so actually, I know nine spells because we leveled up twice. So mm-hmm. that's all in order. Um, I have Warcaster. That's pretty much all I got. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. pretty much Carter Plus at this point. Yeah. And then yeah. the next time we level, things will really start to <clears throat> like change with the, my mechanics. But that's pretty much it. Um, I need to roll out my HP. Should we do that again? Like, that's pretty fun. I yeah, was go doing for pretty it. good. I think these guys already did. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. It's but time. But let's let Carter do it live. <laughs> I, it's pretty much what I do every time we level up. So two plus my con. So that's five. Nice. That's fair. Oh, yeah, two levels. I forgot. Yeah. And the two again. So I get 10 mm-hmm. HP. Oh, nice. Where does that put you at? 67. Okay, cool. So finally, Still pretty the, tank, pretty, yeah. finally the tank's the Pulled tank. away a little yeah. bit. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, well, uh, and that's where we're going to end today's episode of Super Quest Saga. If you like what we do here, hey. if you like this show, if you like this channel, please like, subscribe, and comment below. You leave an iTunes review for us because it's super awesome. Also um, that as well. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> So many fools to kill. I'm not arrested. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God.